Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. It's the greatest podcast you'll ever hear in your entire life. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. Uh, go to iTunes, go rate, review it, subscribe to us in there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Our email address is uh, asinineradio at gmail.com. Uh, we're, gonna, we're doing things a little bit differently now on this episode um, of the podcast. So we're going to have our fearless beer review like normal. We uh, Jeff and I have recently started collecting vinyls. So now we're going to have a vinyl section. Vinyls. And, um, and so that should be kind of exciting, I hope. And then that will lead into our songs of the week, which are going to be directly related with our recent vinyl purchases. And we're going to finish up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. But more than likely, this is pretty much all going to be about vinyl. And we'll probably rename these episodes from now vinyls. on because we'll see how that goes. Yes, vinyls. Um, so yeah, let's, let's just move on to our fearless beer review. Jeff, what do you got? Uh, I got a Yeti Imperial Stoot. Stoot. Another Stoot. Yes. I'm a Stoot. Only Stoots for you. All right. Only Stoots. Yeah. It's from uh, Great Divide Brewing. They're in, they're located in beautiful, sunny Denver, Colorado. This is a 9.5%, but it's also 75 IBUs. <sighs> Ooh, wow, that's weird. Yeah, so that seems really high, really hoppy. I'm a little nervous. I've never had this before, so hopefully this doesn't taste like complete shit. I hope not, but, um, for your sake. But it can't, right? Because it's made in the in the same beautiful city that our, our fan favorite Coors Light is made in, so it's got to be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. <laughs> it probably won't because it's stout and stouts are gross. Uh, well, you know. Oh, yeah. So I got I got a beer called Permanent Vacay from Pizza Port Brewing in sunny, sunny Southern California. Uh, we've, we've both of us have had many beers from this from this particular brewery. Dude, I can't even speak. Uh, this is the first time I've seen it in stores or actually in general at all. And um, so I'm, I'm excited to try this one and, and share it all with you. This is a 7.2 ABV. It is an IPA, of course. The hops in it are Citra, Meridian, Moteca, and Melon. Ooh, Melon Hops. Melon Hops. Or maybe they just meant Melon. I don't know. Oh, oh boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Probably makes more sense. I do want to <laughs> talk a little bit more about some of these beers. But let's, uh, let's, let's cheers and then uh, start drinking, yeah? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Mm. No? Mm. It's not everything you wanted in life? It's everything I thought it would be, yes. And that is all. I'm <laughs> just not... Yeah, no. I can I can definitely taste the, the hops in this mixed with the stout. Not a... It's not disgusting, but it, it ain't good. I'll tell you that. It ain't good. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> uh, my beer, it's pretty solid. I, I, 
It's not the best IPA I've had, but it's very, very, very smooth. It's not super hoppy. It does have a have like a like a almost I don't want to say mango, maybe a mango taste to it. Not big on mango, but it's still pretty good. It says that uh, on the website it says that it has a subtle grain bill of two row and pilsner to give this brew a light body and crisp mouthfeel with a clean, dry finish. There you go. So it's it's half pilsy and half uh half IPA from what from what it looks like. I could be completely wrong, I don't know. Man, this this has this has all like the initial notes that I would like. It's it's coffee, toffee, caramel. It's it's rich, thick. But then it, then that like dry hoppy finish kind of creeps in and it's mm, no, don't want that. Takes you away from it. Don't want that. Don't like that. My beer also permanent vacay is uh it's uh, from what I what I'm reading it's only available from June through September. So if you do have access to Pete Sport beer, go check it out. I do recommend it. So we have a 3 point rating system where 3 is a perfect beer, 2 is a good beer you're going to continue to drink, uh 1 is a bad beer but give it a shot and uh 0 is a drain pour. <laughs> Just shit. So what do you, what do you have for your beer? What are you going to rate your beer, Jeff? Um, I'm probably going to go like 1.5, 1. 1. 1.5. That bad, huh? Yeah, uh, it, it's interesting. I think it's 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 interesting people should try it. Mm-hmm. Might be for some people, it's definitely not for me, but um it's not again, it's not disgusting. It's it's just not good. It's not good. All right. It's not a drain pour either though. <laughs> All right, for uh, for my my permanent vacay, I'm gonna have to give this one a solid two point five, two point five, pretty good. I I drink it again. It's one of their better IPAs, up there with uh, what is it, the Mongo? I think that's what it's called. That's a really good IPA there. From from Pizza Port. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isn't that what it's called? Uh, I don't I don't know. Mongo. Well, I thought you might knew. I don't know. Might know. I think so. Anyway. Uh, I also did want to mention. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> you were you were talking really slow. Oh, it's trying to trying to catch up there. No, yeah, I'm 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 here. That's it. I'll go ahead. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, so our boy Raul, he did comment. He did leave a review on Beer Advocate. Oh damn, Raul uh, Mondesi left a left a one for us here on Beer Advocate. Uh, he, oh, this was just. Two weeks ago, he's he's alive. He's what alive and well. Uh, June twenty eighth of this year, he uh, he posted this review on my beer. He says on this straight up on this. This is straight up SoCal in a can to me. <laughs> Raul B fourteen back in the day and straight up smooth Holland the waves at Blackies. Hella sick on that cover up. Straight up bomb that overhead wave with a sick as hell bottom turn and then it hit hard. Straight from the shoot like a like a bullet man. Yeah, I'm into it. I straight up love this beer. It's great on its own, but in this wild and crazy hazy world, we have to remember our forefathers. Oh wait. I'm taking I'm I'm gonna take another sip. I love my home. I love California, and I hope you can get a better taste of it. All right, I hope you can get a taste of it. Dude, he's like he's local. If he's talking about the same blackies, that's Balboa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's super be. local. Yeah. Pretty cool. So he's not in jail in uh, where, where was it? Dominican Republic or something? Yeah, he, he went to prison for embezzling money from the from the government and his his political stuff. So yeah, he's he's out. He's out. 
That's good. He is, yeah. Rating beers as of two weeks ago. So this is probably the most recent, the most recent we've seen Raul. Yeah, you know? that's it, it's good to know that he's alive. That's that's yeah. all. That's that's all I got. And I always I always enjoy his uh, his reviews. He gave it a four point one eight out of five on uh, on Beer Advocate. He did try. He did try really hard though to mash as many SoCal clicks into that review that he possibly could. <laughs> he really did. But it was it was still good. It, it was really it's really a mess of a review to be honest. But <laughs> I still love it. Much like much like SoCal SoCal lingo, I guess is mm-hmm. is, a, is a mess of things. Also, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, Tyler. I was really disappointed in this beer. So I, I I've, all all of my momentum has been lost. Ah, that sucks. I what do you What do you got for backies? Came to a screeching halt. Uh, I got uh, I got a uh, a Bailey's and, and coffee coming up pretty soon. I I started some coffee and then I also got some Sam Adams summer ale and mm. uh, great white. Of course, staple in, staple, in the Hutton household. Staple in the Hutton household and the double H. Oh. <laughs> and the double H. What do you got? Let's see. Uh, you probably have one haze. You probably got a couple buddies. I have I have a couple more hazy of these hazies. Mm-hmm. I have and then buddies. That's all I got. That's all I got today. Sit. I mean, you can't go wrong with a buddy, at all. <clears throat> all right, let's uh, let's move on. What that, that would have been a cool slogan for them. Like you're never alone with a buddy. <laughs> I'm sure it did. It has to be. That one's too easy. It has That's to be a slogan so for them. Good. <laughs> Oh God! So how are we going to do this? Are we going to talk about our vinyl collection first, and then our songs of the week? Or are we going to play our songs, and that leads into the vinyl talk? What do you want to do? I wish I would. I think vinyl talk and then song of the week. Leave your last vinyls to the end, and that could bleed into your song of the week. Okay, sounds good to me. And then just I don't know, go back and forth. I guess with the yeah. vinyls. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, uh, if you didn't already know, Jeff and I. Recently got a record player, each got a record player, and uh, started our our very first vinyl collection. And uh, it's been very exciting, and I'm really enjoying going to record, record stores, spending time there, sifting through records, talking to the owners if they're cool. Some of them haven't been, but some of them have, have been very cool. Uh, and yeah, so I guess let's kind of touch upon what our first record was that we bought for our collection. What do you uh, got? Well, I think I think I mentioned mine last week. I'll just mention it again. The well, because I bought three at once. I I thought I bought Buck Owens and then Goldfinger and mm. Plus Forty Four. Those were the three that I bought first, and it wasn't Buck Owens; it was something else. But that's that's fine. That's fine. Ended okay. up being cool. It was tight. Yeah. It's pretty tight. Pretty tight. Pretty tight. All right. So my my first two records I bought. The first record I bought was AFI. And their their album answer that and stay fashionable. And I also bought Santana's first record, and uh, and they both they sound great. I I love it. Great first two records to to get for your collection. I feel. And um, I got these ones from Program Program uh, Skate Shop in Fullerton, California. Fullerton. So somewhere down in Fullerton. So if you really if you like really cool skate shops that sell records and. Have like you know local oh. bands and some more popular bands play in the shop. Oh. Go check out Program; they're really awesome. Dude, this is a drain and pour. it's co-owned by Def- oh from God. from Death by Stereo. That's a drain pour. I don't think I'm gonna barf. <laughs> oh. oh, 
I legit, oh, I for real thought I was gonna barf right now. Fuck this. This is this is this is disgusting. Give it a zero. Oh, I need I need something in my mouth like now. Yeah, no, this this is less than a one. I I wouldn't want anybody to even subject themselves to this kind of torture. <laughs> oh God, that's good. Mm. Yeah, that's disgusting. God damn, that's fucking gross. Wow. <laughs> That was bad. Oh, that's great. Okay, yeah. Go ahead, program. Yeah, program. Go check them out in Fullerton. So that's where I got my my first two records. And, and nice uh, there, so, right? no, dude, they're great. That the guy who was there, he was a young guy, he was like twenty, and uh, I talked to him for like an hour, and he was just telling me all kinds of shit, and he was talking about how he wished he grew, he wished he grew up in the Orange County hardcore scene back in like the late nineties and early two thousands because he's always heard such great things about it and how much fun it was. He's like, yeah, it just sucks growing up in the wrong era and like nobody's into rock music really. <laughs> and it's, it's just the whole scene kind of sucks now. Yeah, it's only going to get worse too. Yes, honestly it will. So I, I felt for him, but you know, he was, it, it was a cool, it was cool hanging out and he, he knew a lot about the whole scene in general for n- not living it. It was pretty, it was pretty interesting. Well, he, so, I feel like you would have he, to he work cool in, cool working guy. at that I, spot. I don't remember his name though, but also program they 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 mainly have just like punk hardcore metal thrash like that's kind of what they specialize in but they do also do have like little sections of like hip-hop and edm and stuff like that but most of it's like that kind of rock music which is cool it's very specific but a lot of the shit there i haven't seen at any other record store which is kind of cool too edm Go check it out. So what what else you got? What else did you get this week? What's that noise? What's oh, ice cream man? Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I bought a lot. Like I, and then oh, I, I did too. And, but, then, but then I had ordered six or no, I ordered four online, and they got here this week. But I ordered them like a week and a half ago, and but they came this week, and I don't know. Like, what do you want? Do you want me to say all of the things that I got? Yeah, just, we'll just run through it, and then if there are any highlights, bring it up. Okay, run through it real quick. I bought uh, yeah. I brought an, an opera, Madame Butterfly. Yeah. It's it's what uh, Pinkerton was inspired by. I also bought Pinkerton. Um, I bought the musical, The Music Man, which is kind of funny because when I was at this place called Asylum Records, the guy working there had his head, he had a Slayer T shirt on, of course. It was cut up, so it was a tank top and. I'm up here buying like the Music Man and a James Bond uh, album, cool guy. and he's like, "Oh, this this is good stuff, huh?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, like it's cool, man." He's like, "Oh," and then he was putting, he was like sorting Slayer stickers, and he's like, "Do you want me to throw in one of these Slayer stickers for you?" And I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, oh I'll, my I'll, god, I'll take a I'll take a Slayer sticker if if, it's, if you're giving it away. He's like, "No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding." He's like, "I'm not. I'm just busting your chops, man. I'm just busting your chops." Like, "Oh, oh, I <laughs> get it. I get it. I get it." You're a cool guy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, so I bought, I bought that. Oh, what, that a, what a what a nerd! Just very, what a very, nerd. very unfunny and, and trying to be funny, and just it didn't it didn't come out that way, and it's, it wasn't good. Oh, mm. thanks, buddy. <laughs> that sucks. And then uh, I also bought Casey and the Sunshine Band. Their, Solid. Their 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 most famous album. I bought the Village People for a dollar because it had YMCA on it. Yeah, uh, does okay. it did it have a does it have um no. in the navy as well? Nope. Their three uh, albums their three big ones are all different where they have YMCA in the navy and Macho Man. 
had they all been in the same album, that would be a banger of an album. But you, I'm not going to buy three. But I, I'm, I, it was a dollar. I'm fine with it. I'm only going to listen to YMCA. Yeah. I already did. But their other music is pretty good, too. It's not bad. Um, it's, it's, fun. A, it's 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 fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, got this Got this uh, dollar thrift store vinyls. Abraham Lincoln, a collection of like musings and poems and... Uh, I let you borrow it. I even went online and, and and printed up a bunch of the speeches that are done in it. Just so you got something to read along to. So it's good. it was very. It was made it well worth it. Did it help having that? that oh, it helped there? a lot. Okay. Yeah, I, I really I really enjoyed the record and reading along with it all made it much much better too. Very cool stuff. Just a straight spoken word. Yeah. Thing and I, it was it was just really interesting. It was only a dollar and and I I definitely got got its worth. Um, I oh, also absolutely. I also ordered the Get Up Kids. They're something to write home about album. I got that. I got Far Side, their Bizarre Ride Two album. I got that one in. Static Age by Misfits. Got that one. And then you and I went out to Burger Records, and I picked up Edie Gourmet and Harry Belafonte. Yeah. So that's all the, the stuff that I got. And then for my song of the week, I picked another one. I also got this guy. His name was Tennessee Ernie Ford. Oof. Should we play your song and then we'll get into my vinyl? Or I'd, yeah, that's that how you want to do it. That I mean, I guess that would be like the natural progression of of this. All right. So wait, wait I'm sorry. Who did you get again? His his name is Tennessee Ernie Ford. Okay. You got any back? You want to do background, or do you just want to play the song first? The song's called "Stand by Me." Um, I mean, I could I could give you some background if you want. This is from his Spiritual Songs LP, uh, 19, circa 1957. It was a it was a it was a clap back to an earlier album he did like the year before called Hymns, and it was just insanely popular. So he did this one. This one also was very very popular. This song specifically was originally written by Charles Tinley, who is also a really cool dude, and I'd like to get into him some days at some point, but not today. Okay. But um, yeah, Ernie Ford, man, a lot of a lot of interesting things. He he was a, he was a B twenty nine pilot in World War two, same planes that dropped oh, the bombs shit. in Japan. Started off as like a radio personality yeah. and then moved on to like music, TV, and even his own talk show. He uh, he has three stars in Hollywood for radio, records, and TV. And nice. he's also he also played Uncle Ernie in three or four episodes of I Love Lucy. Oh, okay. So the guys, wow. yeah, the guy, the guy was ingrained all over the, all over the yeah. place. Interesting dude. Yeah, shit. All right, well here's uh, here's Tennessee Tennessee Ernie. Tennessee Ernie Ford and the song is uh, Stand By Me. I'm sure everyone's heard this song. When the storms of life are raging Stand by me Stand by me When the world is tossing me Like a ship upon the sea Thou who rulest Wind and water, stand by me. Stand by me. In the midst of tribulation, stand by me. Stand by me. In the midst of tribulation, stand by me. Stand by me. When the hosts of hell assail. And my strength begins to fade Thou who never lost a battle Stand by me 
I love this this version of it. It's so, so good, good. It's fantastic. I was blown away at how good it was. But I've heard this song many times before. I've never heard this song. Really? Uh-uh. I don't know. I think I know I've heard it like on TV shows and stuff, but no, I've for sure heard it before, but not this version. But this was that was fantastic. It's been really covered fantastic. a lot of I mean Did Bob Dylan actually, covered it too, but I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not a I'm not a Dylan man. Mm. Did you buy that gospel record, or did you buy a different a different one, a different record of his? Uh, no. This is this is the the record that I bought. The spirituals. This is like the first, like the first track on it, I believe. Pull it out. Pull it. No. Yeah. This is the fourth. This is the fourth. This is the fourth track from his album called Spirit Spirituals. Oh, okay. Spirituals. It's a weird word. Got it. Spirit spirituals. Chools. Why is that weird? I don't know because the way it's spelled T U A L S, but it sounds like chew, like choo choo, chools, spirituals, spirituals, spirituals. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's a it's a, it's a weird word. Also, um, if you want to get a little mm-hmm. sad with it, he, he he so him and his wife, his first wife, were were heavily addicted to alcohol and and, and scripts, mm-hmm. and she and what are scripts like prescriptions. Oh, okay. Sorry, oh, Tyler. <laughs> fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> but uh, she eventually committed suicide in '89, and he died in '91 from like liver failure. And they were married for 47 Gosh. years. And fuck. Yeah, it's just I don't know. That's that's super tragic. And I I guess they were addicted for decades, many many years. That's rough. That's really rough. What what was she a singer as well or what? Um, I don't know. I didn't find too much info on her. It wasn't there wasn't a link to follow. I mean, yeah. if you think about it too, like a lot of people back then were, they were addicted to alcohol, like cigarettes and alcohol, and then secretly a lot of them were addicted to pills. Yeah, super weird. Well, not weird. It's just, I don't know. It's just that's just how it was, you know. And nobody really like frowned upon it that much. It's well, just like they, that's how it was, and that was it. They they probably just drank like straight whiskey like they, they didn't it wasn't like there was co- there wasn't cocktails and margaritas yeah. they probably just sat around drinking straight whiskey yeah or or just any sort of hard alcohol and then it you know i, I mean i'm basing this off of Mad Men, or like some old and also some like older movies that i that i watch but you know it's like they drink hard liquor all the time and then during the summer when it's hot that's when they drink beer that's the only time they drink beer yeah. and it's always like a like a, a you know a light beer like a lager or something like that. An American lager. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like a Schlitz, you know? Oh. Uh, like I said, I got the AFI record, Answer That and Stay Fashionable. I'm just going to go alphabetically because that's where, what I'm looking at. Uh, when you were out here, mm-hmm. you were out here for a day last mm-hmm. weekend on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you and I went to Burger Records in Fullerton. Mm-hmm. Also a pretty cool record, record store. Go check it out. They have, a, they have a pretty decent to big selection. Uh, so I got Louis Armstrong and his uh, his album Hello Dolly, excellent fucking record, just fantastic. And then uh, last week you got me two James Bond records, so you brought those mm-hmm. to me. And um, they they have a few of the same. It's cool because they have a few of the same songs, but they are uh, they're arranged they're slightly different arrangements, which is kind of cool. And so it, it was a, that was a really fun listen listening to those two Bond records. 
And then I got uh, in the bargain bin at Burger Records, I got two Charlie Daniels records at Buck Each. They're both, it's interesting. Like he has, he's really, really good at doing fast songs. Like everyone knows Devil Went Down to Georgia. Perfect song right there. So he does them really, he does those songs really well, but then he has like slow songs and those sound like almost like modern country songs, which kind of sucks. Which, which like, two albums did you get? Oh, so I got, uh, I got Knight Rider and then I got Uneasy Rider. <laughs> mm. Clever. The Knight Rider one is really cool. Like the, uh, the artwork on that one's really cool. And uh, so, yeah, that's why I got it. And also Charlie Daniels died last week. So that's kind of relevant. Yeah. He, he, was at, he, said he died last week. I think, I think we did. I don't remember. But yeah, he, he passed away last week. And also fun fact too, he's uh, I'm related to him. So what? He, yeah. He's like my grandma's second cousin or some shit like that. What the hell? Yeah. So like he always, he was always, he always went to the, um, the family reunions in Arkansas and stuff where my grandma was from. Family, family right there. Charlie Daniels. Why didn't you go? I don't, dude, I never went to those. I'm not going to go to those. Had you known that you could have hung out with Charlie Daniels, would you have gone? I've known, I've known we were, we've been related since I was a kid. You're so dumb. Because my grandma, my grandma would always talk about it. So I also got at, from Burger Records at a different time. I went to Burger Records twice, once by myself and once with Jeff. Uh, the first time I went, I got uh, CCR's Cosmos Factory. Yeah. Great fucking record. Great fucking record. Perfect record. Dude, it's, it, I mean, it just sounds so good. And listening to it again, I'm like, dude, the, the guitar, his guitar tone, John Fogarty's guitar tone is just, it's perfect. It's, it's absolutely fucking perfect. It's so simple and, and, and so almost like, at, at a first glance dismissive, you just kind of poo-poo it away, but it's so unique mm-hmm. to CCR. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, I also that same outing that I got CCR. I also got a Genesis record uh, called Trespass. And I know you're not much of a Genesis man. Um, I really only like Genesis during the P- Peter Gabriel era. Uh, and this album was uh, pre. It was actually pre um, Phil Collins before he became the drummer for Genesis. Uh, and I never heard this one record, but it was it was pretty solid. Not the best one I've heard from them, but it was like five six dollars. This record was so. I highly recommend it too. Like it's, they're an interesting band. They're very, very talented, like extremely talented. And I feel like they almost don't get as much credit as they deserve. But anyway, Genesis are cool, man. Uh, And then, like I said earlier, I also got the, uh, the Santana one, his first record. Yeah. Great fucking, great fucking record. Perfect record. So good. Yeah, no, it really is a perfect record. And then uh, probably the most exciting one for me that I found was when I was with you when we went to, when we were at Burger, and I came across the uh, the Scientist record, Scientific Dub. Uh, if you don't know who they are, they're a great, great, amazing dub band from uh, from I think Jamaica or something, and uh, they're around in the seventies and eighties. I think they might still put out music, but dude, their their shit from the seventies and eighties was just it's just unreal how good it fucking is, and I love dub music so. This is a great find for me, and I was so excited when I found it. And uh, yeah, so I got that one. And then also I got the story of Star Wars. So this one's really cool because it uh, it's it's about 55 minutes, and it tells the entire Star Wars movie. Uh, it's narrated by, I forgot the guy's name, but it's narrated by a guy, and then it's interspersed <laughs> with uh, actual um, uh, clips sound and, and like clips and noises from the actual movie and then he narrates it and it just sounds so cool 
And this one that I got, it actually came with the booklet um, so you can follow along. So it's a booklet with all the pictures or like screenshots from the movie so you can follow along as you're listening, which is really cool. So it was it was a lot of fun to listen to it. it it's really cool. So I'm going to eventually buy The Empire Strikes Back and The Return of the Jedi one as well. And then the last one, last but not least, <laughs> I got Frank Sinatra. I got to get you Frank Sinatra. At Burger Records. Uh, it was a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's very it's a very used copy you could tell, but it's his uh, it's his album Come Fly with Me. Uh, this is one of his more popular albums for sure, and uh, this is it's his fourteenth album. And the song I I I got from it, my favorite song off of it is Moonlight in Vermont. Apparently, it's a very popular song too. But uh, this one Come Fly with Me, the album itself was released on January sixth, nineteen fifty eight. It was actually kind of a concept album too, where every song is like about a different city around the world, and that was kind of the whole idea behind it. It debuted at number one here in the states, uh, and it was also number one for five weeks. Uh, Bill Billy May was the conductor and arranger on the album, and um, I didn't know this, but he uh, he he uh, did a lot of music for uh, the original Batman TV series, The Green Hornet, which had, if you don't know, Bruce Lee in it, and uh, Chips. So Ooh. that's kind of cool. And then um, regarding the song, the song itself is about the state of Vermont, obviously. Uh, it was originally written by John Blackburn. The lyrics were written by John Blackburn. The music was written by Carl Sussedorf uh, in 1944. Uh, but it was originally performed by Margaret Whiting in 1954. It's also considered the unofficial state song of Vermont. <laughs> and it's also frequently played as the first dance song at Vermont wedding receptions. So that's my little spiel on this song. This is Here's 14th album? This is, yeah, 14th album, right? And it in came 1958? out in 1958. Dude. Yeah. Fucking what nuts. What doing? <laughs> so here's, a, here's his rendition of uh, Moonlight in Vermont. Pennies in a stream Falling leaves a sycamore Moonlight in Vermont I see finger waves Ski trails on a mountainside Snow lies in Vermont Telegraph cables They sing down the highway And travel each bend in the road People who meet in this romantic setting are so hypnotized by the lovely evening summer breeze warbling of a meadow love moonlight in Vermont There you go 
some moonlight in Vermont from uh, book from Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Sinatra, the mafia man himself. Sinatra. Sinatra. <laughs> That's a cool way to say Sinatra. Oh man, Sinatra sounds so. What what accent would that be? Sinatra. I don't know. Sinatra. Like, don't you know, like I don't know. Like like Midwest. M- yeah. Right Midwestern. Maybe New York. It could be New York too. Sinatra. Sinatra. No, I guess it's Midwestern. We should ask. Know, um, they, we should ask friend of the pod from Birmingham how oh, to pronounce yeah, it in all the different dialects. <laughs> A resident expert on, 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 I don't know, accents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. We should have played his voice clips at the beginning of the episode. You, should, you fucked that up. All right. Uh, do we, we, we got anything else to talk about vinyl wise? Like, you know, what we're going to, what do we think we're going to buy next? I've like already hint bought about it, what we're gonna talk so. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about it till next week because we got to, we got to have something to ourselves. talk about, I guess. Yeah, we got to pace ourselves. Exactly. Jeez. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where else to go. Should we move on to some new music and stuff? Yeah, all the, all the great new music that's come out. Let me know if you want to play any of these because I, I don't really want to. But uh, the first one here, uh, Static X, they put out a, their new record, Project Regeneration Volume One. If you don't know, you know Wayne Static was the singer songwriter for Static X. He passed away several years ago, and the remainder of the band, of the original band, got back together with a new singer, the guy from Dope. And uh, they found old recordings of Wayne Static and pretty much made a record around those old recordings. So that's what you got there. <laughs> Some new songs, Kid Cudi featuring Eminem put out okay. a new song called The Adventures of Moon Man and Slim Shady. I thought it was okay. It wasn't bad. It's nothing like his first record. That It's not nearly as good as his first record, but it wasn't bad. Uh, it, it definitely wasn't bad. It was mediocre like at best, though. Neither of them mm-hmm. sounded at their best. It didn't even sound like Eminem at first, and then it took a, it, it took a while for it to even sound like Eminem. And it's just they both kind of had the same style mm-hmm. of rapping, so there wasn't really a back and forth thing going on. It is, it's fine, I guess. I don't know. It's boring. So the next thing we have here is Katy Perry. She put out a new song called "Smile," and um, I don't know. I just I can't get into it. I like her first two records. They're great yeah. records. They're great pop records. But this one, I just, eh, it's whatever, right? Eh, boring, Nothing. boring, boring. Nothing to write home about. Uh, Gerard Way and Judith Hill. I don't know who Judith Hill is. Do you? No. Uh, they put out a new song called Here Comes the End, and it fucking sucks. I still don't understand why people like My Chemical Romance. I just I just don't get it. I don't understand. What is their appeal? They're <laughs> not that good. I don't even remember what this song good. sounds like. I have no yeah, idea what this song sounds good. like. It's not even like a, it's just, it's boring as fuck. <laughs> like, I have no recollection of listening to this song. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so the next one, this one actually really surprised me. This one's fucking uh, Bon garbage. Jovi put out a new song called American Reckoning. Ugh. And I was very, very shocked. I was very shocked by this song. Only because I didn't even recognize his voice. Like it is so deep and so gravelly. I could not believe it was John Bon Jovi singing. It was shocking. I mean, the song sucked, but it's just, I can't believe how different his voice sounds on this rec- on this this uh, this song. I'm not going to play it, but... Well, he's getting really old. Maybe his voice is, like, going, or maybe he's getting, like, I don't know. Don't you get, don't your voice get deeper as the older you get or something? It does, but, it, I mean, it, it does, but, I mean, he's, he does, he's not even, like, recognizable, I feel. 
It's crazy. crazy this song's shit. pretty dumb though. Like it's it's stupid. Yeah, it's it's straight up bad. And it's just he's he's just pandering. He it's 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 <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely it's it's not very good. Uh and then the last thing we have here, Silver Sun Pickups, a band that I feel like has been pretty hit or miss and but mostly hit. Uh they put out a new <laughs> song called Toy Soldiers. <laughs> what? It's been all miss. What? Silver Sun Pickups. Silver- yeah, it's all miss. No, dude. No, their album Swoon is really, really good. That's all miss. No, you're get the fuck out of here. This song is for but they sure. They put out this miss. one, and this song's okay. This song's okay. It's not horrible, but it's okay. Uh, Dashboard confession. Oh, okay. So we're done with the new blah, music. Blah, blah, blah. But let's move on to some other happenings in the music world. Dashboard confessional. They uh, they're actually pressing the places you have come to fear the most for the first time on vinyl. And did you pre-order this? Yes. <laughs> There's only there are only five four or five different places you could pre-order from and and three of them sold out. So I had to jump on it real quick and yes, I did pre-order it today this morning. Oh my god. How much was it? Like 35 uh, bucks? No, 17 bucks. Really? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Wow. It wasn't bad at all. Not bad at all. But it just it was so Is it it was it was so coincidental that we just started doing this and one of the albums that I had looked for on vinyl to see if it was ever pressed was this one and I, I saw that it wasn't and it kinda of bummed me out. But like just how I don't the, the timing of it was just too yeah. perfect. It's too good. Is it is it just a normal black vinyl or is it like a special color or splatter or anything like that? I think it's just normal black. I don't think I didn't really oh, say okay. anything else. Okay. That's cool. I mean if you're into dashboard, get into the into this pressing, and uh, obviously you are. So, uh, see, let's see what's next here. Snoop Dogg and DMX, they are going to do an online rap battle on, I think it was July 22nd, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up. Uh, and I can't imagine this being good because Snoop Dogg, the guy doesn't have very good flow, and I just I can't imagine him being doing very well in a rap battle. I just... Just don't see it happening, or going well for him, I should say. It's a battle of the dogs, and guy, baby. And then fucking Snoop Dogg, <laughs> and then Snoop Dogg's talking about like how originally he wanted to do a rap battle with Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z would fucking destroy him. <laughs> yeah, DMX is gonna destroy him too. No chance against Jay Z. Well, yeah, I mean, but but even Snoop Dogg saying like I wanted it to be an East Coast West Coast thing, you know, I mean, he would just get clobbered by Jay Z <laughs> yeah. without a doubt. It's just oh, like, what Snoop. a dumb thing to, to even want to try. <laughs> but yeah, if you're interested, go check it out. I think it's on going to be on Instagram Live, which is kind of lame. But but yeah, go, go check it out. I think it's on July 22nd. If not, fucking go look it up. I don't know. Go go do whatever. And um, <laughs> the the last the last thing we have here, I save this one for last because you might get kind of mad if you didn't know this already. Uh, Chain Reaction. The very, very popular club here, the all-ages club here in Orange County, California. I didn't know this until I was talking to the dude at, at Program. And he was. we were talking about Chain Reaction and, you know, some about all the, back in the late 90s and stuff in the early 2000s, all the shows that I would go, that you and I, actually you and I would go to all the time. And he was saying, oh, yeah, they, they always partner up with the observatory and it's going on and on. And he's like, yeah, it kind of sucks because... Even Chain Reaction, the tickets have gotten really expensive. And I said, I noticed that too. He said, yeah, ever since Live Nation bought it out. Oh, like, what? what? The fuck? I'm like, what the fuck? And sure enough, I fucking looked it up and they bought it out. They bought 
or they, or they didn't buy Chain Reaction, but they went into a partnership with Chain Reaction uh, sometime la- like last year. I think almost like a year ago, like a year and a half ago. Yeah, they, they went into a partnership with, with Chain Reaction to, to help bolster sales on both sides. But, you know, obviously... Wow. I, just, I, I was shocked that Live Nation has their their nasty little fingers in the chain reaction now. It's sad. It sucks. It's a strategic and then, partnership. And then now you, yeah. Oh, so you looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know this cause I haven't been to a show at chain in probably like four, maybe five years now, but just about like two years ago, maybe they, uh, they started serving alcohol, which is a very, very new thing. It was a thing that they kind of like prided themselves in was not serving alcohol. Ah, it just sucks. It it just sucks, man. Live Nation is so shitty, so yeah. shitty. It's that's and this bad. iconic venue in Southern California is just, just it sucks. That's very um. That's very that's very sneaky. Yeah, because I'm surprised like neither of us ever heard of that. Mm-mm. Like nobody was really talked about it. It's well, we're shitty. we're we're also out of the scene now. We're not in the scene anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, how would we know? True. True. Yeah, I thought you would you would find that very very interesting and aggravating. I can't so, I can't believe that. Yeah, I can't I won't. And apparently they have apparently Chain has like a a really strong partner partnership with the Observatory. So I imagine the Observatory is also in cahoots with Live Nation, which sucks too because I really like the Observatory as well. So that's a shame. That's well, a they do. They've done those like shows in the past where you know there's been you know twenty bands on the bill, and they play at the observatory, but it's it's marketed for a, like a chain reaction show, but all the bands play at the observatory. Oh boy! So after that that annoying part of uh, Live Nation in cahoots with Chain Reaction, we're gonna end this episode uh, because it's just it sucks. It sucks. It's dumb. So yeah, this is Asinine Radio. Yeah. This is the weekly music podcast. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the pod. Yeah. We all really appreciate it. Go to iTunes. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Our email is asinineradio gmail.com. Thanks you th- thanks you. Thank thanks you, you again for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into the third eye blind album or their self-titled album. Uh, and that's it. That's all. Okay. 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 Finals. Mm-hmm.